Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. It's hour one on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board. Whether you're watching on Peacock, our streaming partner, or listening, our radio affiliates around the country, or perhaps downloading the podcast and listening later on today. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow, stat of the day is always brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show, make sure you go to danpatrick.com and help us pick out Marvin's Cookout playlist for this Friday, go to danpatrick.com, this is courtesy of my plan from Verizon, giving you control over your phone plan, and you get what you want, only pay for what you need, go to danpatrick.com. And then tune in Friday to hear the winning playlist. The uh, categories we have for the people to vote on, Marvin? Things hard rock, southern rock, kid rock, yacht rock, rock. punk rock. Punk rock, yes. Okay, all right. Uh, email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dp show. Right now, southern rock running away with it. Oh. Followed up by yacht rock. Hard Rock is in third. Kid Rock is in fourth. Punk Rock coming in last. That's Ooh, very disappointing. Wow. Very disappointing. You need to start voting, see. I'm going to have to start. Yeah, what the heck? If there was one punk rock song that you would want America to hear that maybe they haven't heard, or a band that maybe they're not quite as familiar as they should be, who would that be? Jeepers Creepers one. Well, if there was one song you had to hear, like I always do the thing, if uh, if aliens landed on Earth and we had to explain music to them, and I had to explain punk rock, you it would mean be the when ro- they when they land again? Well, when they finally land in Times Square, like Paul's been asking for all these years, <laughs> uh, I would probably say the Ramones. Okay, that would be like to me the quintessential American punk rock band. Okay, uh, if you were going to say Southern rock, there's one band. Or one song that you have to hear. If I leave here tomorrow. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> uh, yacht Rock. Sailing. Hello. Oh, yes. By Christopher Cross. Yeah. Me away. Okay. Okay. Uh, Kid Rock. I don't know the names of them. I know the songs. 
Well, doesn't he do the one that he... Bong, diggy, dang, ding, dong, diggy, wiggy, bing, ding, ding, Well, he did one that's kind of a... He borrowed from Sweet Home Alabama. All yeah. summer long. Yeah. 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 I think. Yeah. Is that what it is? Something okay. like that. All right. So uh, what were the other one? Is there another one that... Uh, punk rock? There's a yeah. hard rock in oh. there. Is there a hard rock in there? There is a hard rock in there. Okay. Yeah. Is there a song that America should be aware of with hard rock? <laughs> well, is that like... Like an ACDC type, yeah. or is that, uh, I don't know, Guns N' Roses or something? Zeppelin, Stones, Sticks. Who? Sticks, of course. Natch. <laughs> Natch. I would think like ACDC. ACDC is not bad. Yeah. Not bad? Yeah. No, I mean like to sum up the, oh, okay. the genre. No, they're a great Genre. Band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> genre. Yeah. Yes, Marv. Yeah, so I'm not familiar with all of those. Yacht Rock, I am a connoisseur. But the rest of those people... Tweet, DM, all that, whoever wins, so I can get some. Uh, I don't want to disrespect the genre by playing. That's like, oh, hip hop wins. I play Vanilla Ice and MC Hammer. Yeah, people yeah. are just gonna like. So I don't want to play okay. just the songs that I know or that I've heard. But it is your cookout playlist, Marvin. Yeah, Vanilla I mean, you Ice get credit and then you get blame. I mean, hello, this is ownership. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, but I want some help. From the audience. Okay. Like, you just, you just can't say, hey, Southern Rock, go figure it out. Okay. All right. So that's uh, Friday for Marvin's Cookout Playlist. You, you like pina coladas? <laughs> and dun, 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 Is that Yacht Rock? In the rain. Is it? Oh, first ballot. Is it? Ooh. Gosh. I haven't been on a yacht to listen to Yacht Rock. I am not into help, boo. I am into champagne. <laughs> if you like making love at midnight. I never welcomed Fritzy's singing as much as I am I'm right now. Sitting and enjoying what Are you kidding offering me, right man? Now. Yeah. We're on fire right now. All righty. Um, <laughs> that would be escape, parentheses, the pina colada. What, uh, what's the, what is the poll question today on this program? Oh, man. Oh, actually, no, this is very funny because we have a couple of uh, poll questions that involve destinations and vacationing. Oh. Okay. How about that? How All right. Such as? Uh, best destination for Draymond Green next season. Mm. Lakers, Suns, Mavericks, other. Guess who was reported to be in France with LeBron James? Dun, dun, dun. Draymond Green. Okay, poll question number two. Better vacation partner, LeBron James, <laughs> Draymond Green. Um, Would you still go on vacation? Okay, poll question number three. Would you still go on vacation with LeBron James if you knew Draymond Green was going to be there? (laughs) If I'm Jordan Poole? No. No, I would not. Oh, wait, Draymond's going to be there? Yeah. Mm, Man, it is. Maybe not. It is nice. Uh, Draymond Green opted out of his $27.5 million contract. That does, I mean, everybody thought that he was going to do that. Now the question is, can Golden State afford him? You know, Golden State had, has done a lot of right things, correct things. Bob Myers, their GM, did a lot of great things. They paid a lot of money for Jordan Poole, and now they're regretting that. Now, can they get rid of Jordan Poole? Maybe. Probably not. And I don't know if that cost you Draymond Green here. But, you know, the Warriors have had this core of stars for a while. They got four titles out of this. But you got Steph and Clay, you know, on the other side of 30. Bob Myers, the GM, uh, walked away. Draymond, $27.5 million player option. So they're on the hook for $146 million for Curry, Thompson, Poole, and Andrew Wiggins. 
with Green continuing to show his age, now at a crossroads of what would he cost if you want to bring him back? I think he's only 32, and he actually had a really good year, balanced year, aside from the punch with Jordan Poole, but his numbers were were good. You know, he's a eight points, seven rebounds, seven assists kind of guy. Plays good defense. He's versatile. He can do a lot of things. Uh, but, you know, the new collective bargaining agreement is set to restrict teams from spending big. And even though he's considered the heart of the Golden State Warriors, I don't know if they're going to cut the heart out here or need a new heart transplant there with Golden State. We'll talk to our buddy Chris Haynes from Yahoo Sports. He's dialed in with Chris Paul and uh, Damian Lillard, and we'll get his thoughts on Draymond Green as well. And uh, it feels like, feels like, uh, don't know if it's been reported, but it's certainly been uh, inferred Chris Paul would end up with uh, the Clippers. Now, I know that maybe it's the Lakers, maybe it's the Clippers, uh, but as far as having a couple of teams that would be interested in him, I think he's going to have a few. And it was, you know, I was correct when I said that I'd heard that Golden State was at least kicking the tires on Chris Paul. Obviously, it didn't work out with the trade to Washington. I was told that he will not play in Washington. It's just a matter of time finding that third team for him to go to. All right, uh, poll question today. By the way, we'll talk to the U.S. Open champ, Wyndham Clark. He'll join us a little bit later on today. All righty. Seaton, what are we going to go with? Yeah, I think we're going to stick with the Draymond Green poll okay. question, Dan. Maybe about his destination for next year. Okay. Lakers, uh, that seemed to be the, 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 the name that jumped right out, and then plus the LeBron James vacation thing. All right. Um, Chris Paul was on Good Morning America yesterday, and here's Michael Strahan with the question. I see this potential blockbuster deal between you and Bradley Bill that may take you from Phoenix to Washington. I was surprised. What are your first thoughts on that? I was surprised, too. (laughs) (laughs) I found out on the plane yesterday flying here for this. You know, in this league, anything can happen. So you just figure out what's next. Mm. You literally found out on the plane. (laughs) Absolutely. Wow. What was your first reaction? Don't push him any further. He's trying to be nice about it. Yeah, he is, right? Yeah. What I found interesting through all of this, now he was promoting a book on Good Morning America, and he also talked to the New York Times, is he mentioned Isaiah Thomas's name twice. Isaiah does not have an official role with the Phoenix Suns, but he's friends with the new owner, Matt Ishbia. And it almost feels like uh, Chris Paul is saying, well, maybe he is just saying, uh, Isaiah Thomas pulled the trigger on this, that maybe Isaiah didn't want Chris Paul with the Phoenix Suns. I don't think that Isaiah has an official title, but keep in mind, he was there next to Matt Ishbia when the Joker and the owner had some words there in the playoffs. But is Isaiah maybe on his shoulder there whispering in his ear of what to do and not to do? And you bring in Brad, or you're bringing in Bradley Beal, you got KD, you got Devin Booker, I think there's a it's certainly a thought that what can you get for DeAndre Ayton? And you need depth. I know that people will uh, look at that and say, do you really need that? Can't you just go out there and outscore people? If your team is young and healthy, then you don't have to rely on depth as much. This is a team that KD has been hurt. Uh, Booker was hurt last year. Bradley Beal was hurt. That's why you need to have – when did the Lakers get good? When they traded away Russell Westbrook and they brought in, they you know gave Reeves the starting job and Roy Hashimura. So then you rounded out a team. You can have stars, but you got to round out a team because chances are 
Kevin Durant's not playing 82 games, and Bradley Beal's not playing 82 games. And you might view this as, let's just get to the playoffs. Who cares what our seeding is? They didn't play very much together last year, and they gave Denver a pretty good run there. Certainly better, you know, than what the Lakers did. You know, got a couple of games there. You made it interesting, at least. But I think that as you move into this uh, this new season, I don't know what's going to happen with Memphis, with John Morant out. Uh, Denver, you're going to have a hangover, literally and figuratively, as NBA champs. Portland seems like they're harmless right now. The Clippers, we keep waiting for the Clippers. It's like... I, it feels like Arizona basketball, the Clippers, and the Chargers. Like, we're waiting. Like, these guys are going to win it this year. I'm going all in. And then all of a sudden you get disappointed. And it feels like that way with the Clippers. All right, Kawhi and Paul George, okay. If Chris Paul goes there, okay. But when you start to look and say, all right, who do we have to worry about? Well, you got to worry about Minnesota, obviously, with Carl Anthony Towns because he's – you know, Ooh. change the game of basketball. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when all said and done, and we look when, back, when it's all said and done, who changes the game of basketball more, Victor Wambayama or Carl Anthony Towns? <laughs> Feel Fair. free to discuss. <laughs> yes, Marvin. I was just <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns. I just love he was dead serious. Yes, he there was. There was no LOL. There was no joking emoji. He was dead serious. Like, look, when I look back. Somebody's going to come up to me and say, you've changed the game. I don't even think a kid in St. Paul is going to say, Cat, you changed the game. Oh, I think he was serious. Oh, yeah, for sure. But but Patrick what inspired you to play basketball. You know what? It's when I saw Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> Patrick Beverly at least has to say, wait a minute here. Maybe explain that instead of saying, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. All right. I feel you, dog. Yeah, Mark. No, he's co-signing his delusion because they said winning the play-in was harder than the Nuggets oh, yeah. winning the championship. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he was right with him. He's like, no, 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 you're right. It's you, then Steph, then MJ. <laughs> uh, the Lakers will be good next year. I think having that nucleus together for you know an, uh, an entire season or off season and you know, you know the preseason, I think that they're going to be a formidable team. But I'm looking at the odds right now. Uh, you know, you're looking at the Celtics in the East again. Uh, Philadelphia, I think James Harden's probably going to go back there since Doc Rivers got fired. Um, now they got Nick Nurse in there. But you start to look and say, all right, who's formidable? Like, who's is Miami going to get Dame Lillard? Well, that changes everything in the East if that happens. But these offseason moves, if Dame stays in Portland, uh, James Harden stays in Philly, you already had Bradley Beal in Phoenix. So maybe Phoenix is probably the second-best team in the West right now. The Lakers in there. Golden State, sort of in a state of flux here. What do you do with Draymond? Can you do anything with Jordan Poole? Yeah, Paulie. Hey, we brought this up a few years ago with Russell Westbrook. Any chance you could convince Bradley Beal and his role with Phoenix to be, at the start of the game, to be the second-unit guy? So instead of fighting for shots with Durant and Booker, who are already fighting for shots, you bring in Bradley Beal seven, eight minutes in and say, run the offense, you're the lead guy, you do all the shooting, almost like, and give those guys a break, but the defense doesn't get a break. They go from Durant and Booker to Bradley Beal rested, and it may not be, it may seem like a slap in the face to a guy like Bradley Beal, but it could help him win. Well, Devin Booker is going to be your point guard. He's going to be your lead guard. They can coexist, 
Bradley Beal and Devin Booker, I guess. But it looks like it feels like Booker is going to be your point guard there. And, you know, maybe they keep DeAndre Aiden. Uh, Frank Vogel loves to have that rim-protecting big man. But, uh, you know, this is like Kevin Durant. He had a lot of talent in Golden State, and he won. Had a lot of talent in Brooklyn. That fell apart. And now they've reassembled sort of a a pseudo-dream team for him in Phoenix. There's a lot of pressure on Durant. Feels like there's more pressure on Durant. I'm trying to think, is there more pressure on anybody else in the NBA this next season? Because now you've said, hey, we're all in on winning a championship. Even if Draymond came back to Golden State, okay, but they expect to win a championship. But it feels like, and maybe a little bit on Bradley Beal, because we're like, all right, let's see what you got here. You're making $50 million a year. Uh, You scored 30 points every night, and nobody cared. Now we're going to get that opportunity to see Bradley Beal. Yeah, Paul. I'll throw Jason Tatum in there. I think he's in the mix every year for a guy with pressure. They can't. Re- okay. They can't revert. They have to advance. Well, that means they have to win a title, right? Oh, you- well. What happens with Jalen Brown in the offseason? Uh, Malcolm Brogdon might be traded. It it just feels like these teams are in a state of flux because everybody's trying to figure out how do we beat Denver. At least they should be because Denver is going to bring everybody back. But who is going to Phoenix? Did they get? That much better. I don't know yet. And I, I hate to sit on a fence and not have a strong opinion. It's just, I, I don't know what it's, their team is going to look like here. When they get on the floor, what's their team going to look like uh, in October or November? And then fast forward to, are they going to be healthy in April? Because that's what this is all about. It, there's a, there, it, it's a game of attrition. Can we survive? Can we be healthy enough? And that's what I'm wondering about here. Yes, Marv. This Suns team feels like the Heat team when LeBron first got there, and it was like, all right, we'll just put those three out and two people with a pulse. I think their starting point guard was like Carlos Arroyo and like (laughs) Eric Dampier. And they were just like, hey, we have us three. And then they started out nine and eight. Yeah. It's not that easy. It's not. And I always say, give me the guys who have played together. That's why in March Madness, you always have those guys who've been together for four years, and we go, God, they're good. And then you'll get Kentucky with a bunch of one and dunners. And the team that's been together beats that one and dunner. All right, let me take a break here. Just getting started. Once again, we'll talk some hoops. Our good buddy Chris Haynes from uh, TNT and Yahoo Sports and Wyndham Clark, the U.S. Open champ, a little bit later on. We'll come back with your phone calls. We're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Sleep number smart beds learn how you sleep. So then you learn how to sleep better. And they have tips to feel more alert, better night's sleep. It's not just you go in and buy a bed and you go, all right, see you later. They want you to get quality sleep, proven quality sleep. Smart beds automatically respond to your movements throughout the night, keeping you sleeping effortlessly comfortable. Adjust the firmness each side. You choose and change your ideal comfort and support. It's two beds in one. Uh, Science shows quality sleep helps improve your mental and emotional and physical relationship and uh, your health, all of those things. You wake up, and you're not going to feel tired. You can uh, check out Sleep at the Next Level. Unlock your unique potential, a smart bed that can perform as well as you. It's the Sleep Number 360 Queen C2 Smart Bed, now only $899, so you save $200 plus special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. 
See store for details. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever i'm talking marcus dixon olympic gymnastics kane velasquez salacious super bowl level scandals Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Chris Haynes, who will join us next hour covering the NBA, had a tweet that says the Wizards likely to reroute Chris Paul in a trade with the Clippers expected to pursue a reunion with the future Hall of Famer. League sources tell. He'll join us next hour. Also, there was this report. John Morant has been suspended twice in the last three months. And an appearance on Brian Windhorst's podcast, ESPN's uh, Tim McMahon, said that he heard Morant and uh, some close to him believe the media and the league are out to get him. McMahon says, I have heard indirectly that Jaw and people close to Jaw, perhaps people formerly close to Jaw, have this feeling that the NBA is out to get them, that the media is out to get them. Well, You're not quoting Morant, and you're just hearing indirectly. And maybe that's the case. I hope it's not, because that doesn't make this thing any better. And plus, 25 games, I was told by a a source yesterday, I said, why only 25 games? And a person who is on the periphery being involved in this said, you know, 25 makes a lot of sense because you can now take him out of any postseason honors. You take out, you know, 25 games. You have to play a certain number of games, and he's not going to be able to play the number of games that you would qualify for postseason awards while sending a message that 25 games. And I think that the league was feeling like people thought, boy, they're going to sit him down for 41 games. They're going to sit him down for half the year. 
And I was told by a source that, keep in mind, this is an investment for the league, that they they want John Morant back. They don't want to suspend him. So I said, does the league have it out for him? And my source said, no. If we did, we would have sat him down for 41 games. 25, message sent. You're not going to have postseason honors there. And we hope that you're getting help along the way. At least that was, you know, for one person I spoke to yesterday. Because there was a reaction. It felt like a pretty strong reaction of only 25 games. And from what I was told, there was a strategy in the 25 games for John Barant. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Uh, let's see. So we got our poll question, Seaton. Yeah, right now we got up there uh, Draymond Green's best destination mm. for next year. Okay. Uh, Lakers, Suns, and Mavericks were your options. Oh, man. Right now uh, it's 37% the Lakers. Mavericks. Boom. Oh, uh, that. okay. Lakers are in second with 35%. Suns have about a little over 28% of the vote. I'm okay with the Mavs with what he does. He doesn't have to have the ball. or doesn't have to shoot. See, it's tricky trying to find players that fit with Luka. You know, ball dominance, like James Harden, trying to find players that fit in with him. I still feel like Draymond either takes less, goes to the Lakers. What Draymond wants to be is noticed. He wants to be, he wants a spotlight on him. He wants to be the guy who stirs the pot. He likes when you talk about him. Now, if you go back to Golden State, okay, you're still in the pot. You're not stirring it. You go to L.A., you can help stir it. Now everybody is watching you every single night, every single game, every single moment. Now it's big, and he might want that. He might want that as sort of a springboard into his next career in the media. Like he becomes even bigger. And he could also help the Lakers win. I mean, that, that would be an unbelievable addition if you could get him. I don't know what it cost. I was never good at math. And it feels like, you know, it's not really assessing talent anymore as much as it is, can I figure out the salary cap and the new collective bargaining agreement? It's like, wait a minute, how do I shift money to get him? Oh, you know, you can be just like the Phoenix Suns or Golden State Warriors and go above the uh, luxury tax. Go, go above the salary cap. Who cares? But I don't know if the Lakers are... I would think that they would be in this. Or if I'm if I'm Draymond, or even LeBron does, you know, Draymond a solid and says, "Hey, you know what? We can we can flirt. Hey, come on to Paris with me. Let's hang out here." Well, that'll certainly do it. That'll get tongues wagging a little bit. But I wonder, you know, if you're Draymond Green, you started at Golden State, you're with these guys, you may not feel like you're totally loved there. You don't like Jordan Poole. I don't know. He'd be the first man out, you know, with this team. Kaminga looks like they're going to try to, you know, deal him. I mean, they they have some assets that maybe they can get a little bit younger, a little bit better, but those draft picks never materialized. You know, you look at Wiseman. I mean, that was a whiff, a big whiff. Uh, Resigning Jordan Poole, now looking back, that was a bad move as well. Yeah, Paul. I remember a couple of years ago on the show we were talking about what shape the Golden State Warriors were in. They're like Clay Thompson, Draymond, Steph, and then they got the next generation, Kaminga. If Wiseman gets his act together, yeah. you know, Poole, it seemed like they were going to hand off to a next generation of young guys. It feels like it's going the wrong way. Yeah, they banked on these guys, and I thought about two years ago when I said 
that they would win the title, uh, that I loved that they were working in the younger players there. Therefore, you didn't have to rely on Clay and Steph to give you those big minutes. And while they did contribute, they didn't get better. And maybe your, your growth can be stunted when you're around players like that. You know, players talk sometimes when you're around Jordan or LeBron. Great players, your your growth gets stunted because you're always deferring to them. Maybe Kaminga gets out and uh, proves that he, I mean, he's an unbelievable athlete. Wiseman is going to be a bust. It certainly looks like that. Uh, but they have other players. It's just a question of, you know, Wiggins and Poole, Steph, Clay, and Draymond. You could run it back again and be a formidable team. It just it feels like the NBA is really in a state of flux here in the offseason with, does you know Damien still stay there? Does Dame still stay there in Portland? Is Scoot Henderson enough of a draft pick where you go, okay, I want to stay here? I wouldn't think so. But if you're the Miami Heat, can you load up enough to convince Portland to trade uh, Dame? And would Dame want to go? Because I don't know if he wants to go. I mean, I, I give him credit. You know, a lot of times, and we did this with Kevin Grant, uh, Kevin uh, Garnett. It's like, uh, man, why are you staying in Minnesota? Well, that that that's where my contract is. Like they drafted me. Like he was loyal to Minnesota, and then all of a sudden, Boston came in and said, "All right, we'll give you these players," and they got Kevin Garnett. We don't reward loyalty. It's almost like, what's wrong with you? Like, shouldn't you want out to win a title? So I give Dame credit that he's wanted to make this better. I just don't think it's going to get better anytime soon. And I think he turns 34, maybe next month, if that sounds right. I mean, he had an unbelievable year. But if Miami gets Dame Lillard, that changes things in the East. Yeah, Paul. It's weird because you see all these stories, and we've had Damian Lillard on many times, and he seems like a not not a tortured individual because, you know, he makes great money, but it does seem like he's in a position where he wants to do everything. He wants to win, but he wants to be loyal, and it's 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 eating at him. The last time we had him on, he seemed he seemed bummed out. He's sitting in his car. It's raining. Yeah. He was on a Zoom. I'm like, this poor guy. And poor guy. You know, he, he's got everything, but he, he's in this no-win situation. Wait, you said it was raining in Portland? That's yeah. a shocker. Oh, I, should, yeah. I should have saw that coming. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the first time that I could really sort of see or feel like a crack there that he was like, you know, I don't know. I don't because they shut him down. Remember, he said, I, I didn't choose to be shut down the rest of the season. They had a few games to go. And you just it felt like there was they weren't on the same page. And then I wonder, as we move forward, he's just a wonderful talent. And, and that, you know, that goes back to what happens sometimes where you begrudgingly watch a player. And I thought the biggest benefit for the Joker was people had to watch him now play a game instead of just highlights. Because if you watch him play a game, then you understand the true brilliance that he brings every single night. He's just not a highlight guy. But because they played the Lakers, they went to the finals, they won a title, you were forced to watch him. And then you go, God, he's pretty good. Now he's really, really good. All right, uh, let's see. Andrew in Washington. Good morning, Andrew. What's on your mind today? Good morning, Dan Dennis. Thanks for taking my call. Um, you know, protect my Lakers. No Draymond Green. Can you imagine our season starting with him punching out Austin Reeves in training camp, thinking that that's going to get us? I think the Washington Wizards, not only should it be where talent goes to rest, but maybe the stars that think they're bigger than stars should go there. So you can have a lineup of Pat Bev and Chris Paul. You can have 
Carl Anthony Towns, Russell Westbrook, and Draymond Green. There's your starting five. Go for it, Wizards. But on another note, we have the Greek Freak and we have the Joker. I have a Victor Wembayama nickname I haven't heard. He's an import, so he could be V-Dub. V-Dub. But um, anyways, also, I need it. America needs it. The world needs it. Can we have an update on Paintgate and how that was for Todd's Father's Day weekend? Okay. All right. Uh, it was a big deal this past weekend. Now, oh, my go God. For an I-team investigation. The motto of our news team is... We don't break news. We sprain it. Let's go to the newsroom. Paulie? Dan, if you recall, last week, Todd in his luxury vehicle drove through a big patch of white paint. And he got all up and down the left side of his car and the wheels, the tires, the rims, everything. So we went out there this morning, the I-team, and looked at it. And it seems to be, I would say, 95% clean. And we don't know how, we don't know when, we don't know who or how much Ooh. we were going to play the how much did it cost okay. to fix game. Mm-hmm. But first we'll go to Fritzy of what the process was. The process involved basically, um, and I'll get to the price in a minute, the uh, gentleman that I brought it to took care of things and everything was uh, rubbed out and whatever they had to do to uh, detail it. They had to, uh, I think, spray paint the wheel wells to, because they couldn't get out some of the uh, material. But uh, basically, the only thing that's left is there's still some white paint on the tires because I was told the solvent and other things they would use to try to get it out could damage the rubber. And I'm due for a, a change of tires in the coming months, so that's not a big deal that there's a little white still on the left uh, tires. What and, was uh, the reaction when you brought it in? The initial reaction was, oh, that's uh, okay. kind of a messy deal you got there. What All happened? right, let's do over-under how much Todd had to pay to get his uh, car repaired. Seton, I'll start with you. Uh, man, $750. Ooh, ooh. Uh, okay. But it should have been $0. Okay. If he had listened to us. Uh, Marvin? $920. All right. Paulie? I'm going to go 450, 450 for the work. 450 All right. I'm going to go uh, 574 the actual retail price, four nine five. All right, well done, Paul. Nailed it. Although I think you were on record as saying that's going to cost you eight thousand dollars initially. Did you say that, Paulie? Oh no, with the repaint, someone yeah. else said it would cost eight thousand to repaint it. I believe there there's mentions of how it was going to cost thousands of dollars. Yes, thousands of dollars. Yeah. I did suggest spray painting the wheel well, though. Yeah. No, well, I, I suggested just selling the car. That would have been easier. Todd suggested it was totaled. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. From a paint standpoint, it was basically totaled. Well, I'm glad you're doing okay. Yeah, I'm doing fine. All right, good. And I'll uh, replace the tires at some point, and it'll hopefully look uh, good as new. Yeah. And I, I think even some of the white, whatever they did, it doesn't look as white and messy on the tires. They got, that, I guess, maybe a little off, and then they failed, thinking they might damage the tires. It okay. took that to get you to go through a car wash. Uh, Unfortunately. Mark in Indiana. Hi, Mark. What's on your mind today? Hello, Dan. Great ch- chime in with you again today. I imagine the viewership for the U.S. Open being it was out on the West Coast and uh, when it ran way in the prime time, the viewership must have been very high. I got an idea. When the next time our future U.S. Opens or PGAs come out east, say to Shinnecock Hills or Beth Page Black or Baldus Row, uh, putting lights up for the last six holes and make them prime time events. No, 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 no. I think you got to be fair to golfers in the elements that they play in. And uh, I thought they pushed the limit Saturday night when the last two holes for Ricky Fowler and uh, Wyndham Clark, that wasn't fair to them. You know, it's great for us, entertainment, 
And primetime, and I loved primetime, West Coast, major, absolutely. But I don't want to put lights on a golf course and have them play out of their uh, element. You know, you don't, these are majors. You don't need to make them hokey. If you want to have an event under lights, okay, but not a major. No, can't do that to them. We'll talk to Wyndham Clark, the U.S. Open champ. Uh, He'll join us in the uh, final hour of the program. We'll take a break. Our play of the day is up next. Make sure you take advantage of all the offers that Panini America has, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Also, their brand-new NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. One-of-a-kind digital cards. Now, they're available in packs or Panini's public auctions on the site. You'll find the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats. And these are the official products from the NFL, the NBA, UFC, FIFA World Cup, and collegiate sports. Collectors, share your cards in the public gallery, complete challenges, and earn exclusive awards cards and more make sure you check out the newly released nfl and nba prism packs and more of your favorite panini brands right now also available as nfts panini nft trading cards giving you the opportunity to pull autograph cards memorabilia cards rare inserts even one of one nfts that's from every pack visit nft.paniniamerica.net the official trading cards and nfts of the dan patrick show Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is Steve Covino and Rich Davis. And together we are Covino and Rich. Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, That's right. Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah! The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, 
as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, my God. The play, the play, the play. of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. That's courtesy of Bally Sports Ohio. Joey Votto comes back. First game back from injury. Reds have won nine in a row. First place in the Central. Five of the nine victories by one run. Cincinnati has 16 one-run wins this season. Only the Marlins have more. That's your play of the day. Play of the day is brought to you by Discover Credit Cards. They do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they double all the cash back you've earned. Everything doubled. Cash back from trips and restaurants. See terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. They had 100 losses last year. They were uh, 62 and 100 last year. 31 games out of first place. You know, the Rangers weren't good last year. They're rolling this year. They had 68 wins this year. What's going on in baseball? Dodgers, third place. Angels have more wins than them. Feels like there's a, yeah, it's fun. Now, I don't know how long it lasts, though, because usually you have these teams that are competing and it's like, what are we doing? We're successful. Let's sell off some of these things. Let's get some assets out of here. They're going to send your asset to the Yankees or the Dodgers. Yes, Marvin. I feel like in the late 90s and early 2000s, if you were on the Athletics or the Royals, like, oh, here comes a future <laughs> Red Soccer Yankee. You're way too good to be here. Yeah. Let me, uh, let me, Hey, would you guys develop these guys a little bit? You know, kind of heat them up a little bit, keep them in the oven for a little while. All right, come on out and join us. Uh, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Todd has some poll thoughts here. Of course, the passive-aggressive Fritzy. Uh, if the price tag wouldn't set your favorite team back, do you want Draymond Green? Absolutely or no thank you. It would depend on the makeup of the team, but yeah, I would want Draymond Green. I mean, he giveth, he taketh away, but I still think he's a very, very, he's a unique player. He's not Carl Anthony Towns, but he's a good player. Uh, Chris Paul is still a very good player who can make your team better, way overpaid on his last legs. I don't think he's a very good player. I think he's a good player who can make your team better. He makes every team he goes to better. He does. He hasn't won a championship, but he does make your team better. Which is less true? Victor Wambayama will ultimately be a bust in the NBA. Carl Anthony Towns changed the game of basketball. Hmm. Wow. That's kind of mean-spirited Which there. Which is less true? <laughs> it's going to take a little time for Victor Wambayama. I know people are going to tune in and go, all right, what's the big deal? He'll have moments where you're going to realize, and, and the rest of the NBA will realize, uh-oh. Like, eventually, this is trouble. Starting out, uh, probably not. But he's going to be more polished, developed than 
Kobe and Kevin Garnett were, and they struggled when they first came in. But they were playing against high school talent. He's been playing against men. He's been playing in competitive competition for a while, just like Luca. You know, these, these players who are coming in from the United States who didn't play college are playing against better competition night in and night out. And you're, you're a professional over there. Also, one thing that the players outside of the United States who are big men work on, footwork and dribbling. And this is what separates Victor Wambayama. He's got great footwork, but he, he has an unbelievable handle for a guy that tall. And it's rare, and that's the difference sometimes, where you see these big men that they are they're taught younger and they're taught to they're taught point guard skills learn how to pass learn how to dribble have good footwork and you know work on your form you know those are the things that they're taught but they're taught at an earlier age and it's then it's stressed it's not like hey let me see your highlight reel are you posterizing anybody it's you know how to play basketball and i think that they come in and and they have an advantage over you know, somebody who's 18 or 19 who's been playing in the United States as opposed to Victor Wambayama, he's coming in more seasoned. Uh, he's not going to fill out for a couple of years, but he is, you know, all the attributes that you would want for somebody who can dominate at both ends of the floor. And, and you can liken him to sort of a Kevin Garnett type of player where that height, that size, smooth, and uh, he's not going to be the scorer, uh, that Durant is as far as a jump shooter, but his ability to go in and out and offensively, defensively, I think defense is what's going to surprise people right away. Uh, he's going to block a lot of shots. And, and that wingspan, that's where you go, oh, I can get that shot off. And all of a sudden somebody gets like a finger on it and you're like, oh, I don't get my shot blocked. He's going to be, he's going to be rejecting a few players that are going to be going, wait, where, huh? How did that happen? Yeah, Marv. I just can't wait for the overreaction one way or the other. He scores 30 game one, mm. best player ever. He scores like 12, he has eight boards. Oh, what a bust. They're not going to give him time. Well, you're playing under Greg Popovich. I don't think Popovich is going to go out there and say, let's uh, prove all the doubters wrong. He's going to, he doesn't care about that. Remember, Pop didn't care if they had the best record in the West. Popovich would be like, I just want my guys ready for the postseason. That's all he cared about. He, he had load management before anybody. He's like, my guys will be ready for the postseason. I don't think he's there to go, you know what? We got to prove that Victor Wambayama is not a bust. It'll be like, oh, we'll prove it to you. We'll prove it to you maybe April or May. Maybe we're a playoff team. Uh, Will in Des Moines joining us on the program. Good morning, Will. What's on your mind? Dan, uh, thanks for taking my call. Good morning to you and all the Danettes there. Um, yeah, I just wanted to call. I called in a second time caller. I got to guess I got to say six foot uh, trim one ninety. Right. Thanks, thank you. And uh, let me pull up my my notes here. I have a script, so I just wanted to say um, thank you uh, for taking my call. Thanks for letting up on Ball State. That um, was a long time coming. Uh, God bless you for that. I want to give a shout out to Seton O'Connor, if I may. Um, I have my best friend and my bandmate, Mr. Scott Hammond, and his lovely wife, Brenda Hammond. Uh, they met him in Des Moines when he came rolling through, heading out to the Super Bowl. And I uh, said he's just a great guy, stand-up guy, talked a little music and sports, and um, he was a stand-up guy. So much love to you, Seton, and thanks for loving Des Moines and Drake. And, Dan, 
you're a true journalist, a great actor. I love all your films. Just wanted to encourage you and tell you thanks so much for doing what you do, and much love to you and everyone at the DP Show. All right. Well, thank you, Will. I kept waiting. There was going to be a but in there. Maybe, you know, but something about Fritzy, but uh, no, it never happened there. So that's good. Positivity. Positivity Tuesday. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's what we do around yeah, here. Yeah, at least for the first hour. People, what we people may not recognize this show if they're listening. It's like, <laughs> God, those guys are really positive today. We're not positive. We just haven't been negative today. Anybody have any negativity that they want to share? Todd, you good? I'm very good. All right, Seton, any negativity you want to get out? Normally I have lots. Um... <laughs> No. All right. Marvin, got any negativity? All my issues are first world. Okay. Paulie, any negativity? I got a ton of it backed up, but I don't have any specific for today. All right. What's, what is this? Everyone's content nonsense. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what are, are we? Hold on. Are we happy? Uh, Question mm, mark? Mm. Those, people, those people are the worst. Yeah. Yeah, Marv. Speak for yourselves. I'm real happy. Are you? What? What I got to be sad about? Yeah, but Marvin, you don't post, like, attack the day on your social media in the morning. Well, shout out to my, my wife, who's my rock. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I didn't see enough rocks on Father's Day, by the way. Wasn't enough men that were rocks. That's, that's not as much of a big uh, social media yeah. post. <laughs> yeah. The women aren't putting out there, thank you for being my rock. We love what you do for us. Soulmate. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag soulmate. I don't look at anyone else ever. Hour two coming up. Todd! <laughs> MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.